as you have the nature of joy you hold to be rejoicing but you see it's not enough to have the nature you must put your nature to work now because god already promised he's going to be with us in his world till the end of days we have no cause to be sad we have every cause to rejoice. the number one thing you must treasure is god's voice god must be able to speak to you at all times a believer must be enlightened with god a believer must be able to decode god's voice. now if god doesn't just give the word sometimes he gives instructions those instructions are like strategy don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the proof 24 verse 40 to 45 so i want to complete what i started last Wednesday, doing the impossible, that's by seeing the invisible and um, I'm going to conclude that today. That's part three. Doing the impossible, part three. That's by seeing the invisible. So part two is by prayer and fasting. As you fast and pray to an extent, you start encountering God. Call upon me and I will answer and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. That's things you don't know. He will show you. So that means God, after praying, shows you things. And last week I spoke about how scientists couldn't see some things before. And then by experimentation they started seeing things. Alright? They started from here. There are things that are um, 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 uh, you know, what we call other planets that you can't see, but scientists, while they are on the earth, they see other planets by certain scientific um, uh, binoculars, um, telescopes, and some powerful scientific instruments, so they are able to see things that you don't see normally. Those things are invisible to us, but the science you know, discover that they can be seen. There are things moving around us now that you can't see with your physical eyes. But engaging certain scientific and technological um, instruments, you are able to see them. And there are still things that are, hid that are hidden from science now. That is only the spirit that can show you. For example, science can't see 2021. Because that's not come. Praise God. It's only the spirit that can take you through it. Engineers can't see that. I was trained a bit. At least I know an engineer turned pastor. So I know that there are things, science have limitations. Engineers have limitations. Um, but the Holy Ghost does not have limitations. Praise God. How many of you know that? So if Holy Ghost does not have limitations... And then you have him on your inside, you are not supposed to be limited. All right? So, Luke chapter 24, there's, there's something I'm looking for. Luke chapter 24. You know, these guys that were on their way to, to Emmaus, you remember the story? And then the Bible says they, they, they told him to stay. Let's look for, let's, let's check from verse 28. Then they drew near the village. You know, Jesus Christ was talking to them. They didn't know he was the one. 
and then indicated that um, we have gone further. He indicated he was going to go further. And then, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us for it is towards evening, and the day is fast spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road? So that means there is a sensation. They could feel God, but they couldn't really see and encounter him. You know, this is different for you. It's a different thing to feel God's presence. It's another thing to really know God's presence or to encounter his presence. So this was a great encounter. So say, why didn't our heart burn within us? So sometimes you can hear God, but because you have not really, you know, seen things or seen, um, have an encounter by seeing things and him showing you things that are far beyond what your physical eyes can see, all right, which is actually the solution to the problems around you. Now, God doesn't show people problems. So there are God doesn't complicate issues. Praise God. All right. You know, Jesus Christ could have come and be saying that, you know, all of you, you are so sinful. You know, you are just so sinful. You see, that's why God had to send me here. You guys are so corrupt. You should see the way heaven is now. If you see, you know, some of us could be like that. Holier than thou, so perfect in our own eyes. But Jesus Christ said, look, I have not come to condemn. Is that not what he said? So he said, I've come to say. So you can imagine, when, you, when we had issues with sin, and Jesus came to offer himself, he didn't blame, he didn't condemn, he even said he had not come to condemn, and then he said he came for those who were sick. There are people who look at them to be holier in, in their own eyes. The Pharisees, you know what Jesus Christ said? Well, I don't have you people's time. I came for those who are sick. People knew they had weaknesses, they had issues, do you get what I'm saying? And then he died. So if Jesus has saved us from sin, and then you have a financial challenge, you won't come and complicate it and say, you too, you spend anyhow. Can you see the way you spend? You know there are people like that. I could, I mean, sometimes almost wants to, you know, tilt to being like that. I say, you know, you too, you just spend anyhow. Anyhow. <laughs> or am I like that? Praise God. <laughs> I'm not like that. Hey, man. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> My wife is laughing. <laughs> you know, just quit, quick to condemn people. I almost entered into trouble when there was a massacre somewhere. I said, where were, where were they doing there? Was there not coffee? And then I started saying fairy darts shot at me. <laughs> I said, you people, I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, when three women are fear, they are shooting fairy that at you. <laughs> My man. My man. You have to be careful. I say, okay, no problem. I, you see, it is completely out of place for anybody to shoot hard a peaceful protest. So I, I quickly tried to balance it, but it was too late. Praise God. So human being has that kind of tendency. To always want to find fault first. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
How come you impregnated the lady? You too, your own is too much. How can you have six girlfriends? So you should have one. Always finding forth. Do you get what I'm saying? So Jesus didn't come to find fault. He came to solve our problem. And if he came to solve our problem and he solved it, problem of sin, brought us into Christ, there is no other problem you have in your life that Jesus Christ will be looking and say, okay, bring your financial record. Let's first start with your financial record. You have financial problems. You are in debt. Huge debt. How did you, how did you get here? Bring your financial record. Even though you should have a good financial record if you want to have good financial life. So why do you have emotional issues? So why do you expose yourself to this information? Jesus doesn't talk that way. What Jesus does is to show you the way out of the problem. Bible says God does not tempt us. Have you ever seen it before in the scripture? And the Bible says that there is no temptation that comes to you that is greater than you. You know what Paul says? He said God himself creates a way of escape. God won't be asking you, why are you in this trouble? How did you enter? You don't hear what? You are very stubborn, eh? God is not like that. God is not like man. You can see you fail. I've been telling you, read, 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 read. Now you failed. I won't pay for the next exam you are repeating. You have to go to village to go and farm to raise money for you. You know, there are people, they are just, look, let me tell you, I think the best way to show love is to actually show people how to get out of things instead of complicating the matter for them. Can you hear me? To show people how to get out of it. So if you are like that, all right, God has been working on me. I'm changing small, small. Praise God. So if you are like that, you know, um, also start changing. Be like Christ. Look at your neighbor. Say, be like Christ. Say, don't condemn others. Don't complicate issues for people. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So, it shows us the way of escape. This year has been so much full of all kinds of up and downs for you, some people. You know, when you say up and downs, it means you are experiencing good and bad, right? Some people is down, down, down. It's God. <laughs> so, but then, you see, there shouldn't be a carryover. Don't blame yourself. Don't complicate matter for yourself if there are no people complicating. You know, there are people who blame themselves too. It complicates the matter for themselves. You see, I'm a sinner. I don't think I can ever be okay. Is these people that are spiritual? No. Is these people that know book? I don't know book. I don't know why God created me like this. No, God didn't create you like that. You see that? I don't know why we don't have money in our own family. We, what, kind, what kind of head do we bring? So people just resort to faith. F-A-T-E. It's wrong. Bible says you should operate in faith. Have faith in God to change situations. Praise the Lord. So determine now. Be decisive that 2021 is going to be greater than 2020. Are you getting what I'm saying? And even 2020 is going to end better than everything you have ever experienced in your life. So Jesus Christ showed them and showed up and disappeared. And those guys saw him. And you know, if you read, if you continue to read, the Bible says, they went back to declare that they saw him. Praise God. Amen. That's what we just read now. And so they rose up 
that now look at verse verse 30 he vanished from their side verse 32 and they said to one another verse 32 and they said to one another did not her heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us so that means you can be in church and hear God's, God's word and your heart is burning and you are not yet seeing him but that doesn't mean you stop because while you hear him and you continue and you don't allow him go and you get intimate with him, he shows up. Are you get what I'm saying? So you don't allow the message to end in church. You take the message with you, all right? And then you hear him, you continue to hear him and then fellowship with him. Then he shows you things. So see what? They didn't have a heart bond within us while he, and Bible says, did, did not have a heart bond within us while he talked with us on the road and why he opened the scriptures to us. If you open the scripture by yourself, you might not say anything. But you see, if he opened the scriptures to you as the author, and then he can show you things in the scriptures. Verse 33. And the Bible says, So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem. You know, I told you. They told him that it was late, but they rose up and left that very hour. So there are things that you think that is, is late for you to decide on, or that you think that you, it's risky for you to take step when you see when you see clearly, you will take step. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you have right information, when you have right revelation, when you hear go ahead, you will take step. I mean, when Joshua was going to lead them into Canaan land, there was Jordan. Do you remember? But there was no, in this case, God didn't say he should use the same method Moses used. He was there when Moses used rod. Probably he could have even tried rod. And nothing worked. But there was no record that he tried rod. Because he listened to God, God told him, he said, See, let, let priests carry the ark and enter into the water until people step into it, it won't part. There was a generation that it had to part for them to move. But there is another generation that they had to step into it before it what? Part. And there is another generation of Elijah, he hit Elijah, hit it with the what? He smote the water with the mantle and the water what? Parted. And there's another generation that came walking and dancing on the water. Glory to God. So you don't repeat or have the same method. It's the same principle. The principle in all the things I shared with you is the principle of hearing God and seeing God. Praise God. Is that clear? So he tells you what to do at every point in time. So you see, and then so they arose, or they rose up, and they went to Jerusalem, and found the eleven, and those who were with them gathered together. Look at what happened. Verse 34, and then, verse 34, saying, the Lord is risen, indeed we saw him. You know, that's, that, there's nothing, you, there's no other proof you need. He's risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. The next verse, and then he said, and they told about the things that had happened on the road and how it was known to them in the breaking of the bread. The fellowship, feasting on his word, the holy communion. Praise God. So last week I'll share with you that if you refuse to leave your comfort zone, and you are dissatisfied or dissatisfied zone. Some people don't even have comfort zone. They are not living the dissatisfied zone. So, it's as a result of what you physically see. You know, most of the time, we believe what we physically see more than what we are told that is God's word. 
I hope we are able to touch all those things. It is carnality. So you must disconnect from what you physically see. Alright? If you see everything about Nigeria, your life will never remain the same. What I mean by that is that it won't improve. You are so used to the word, your life will never remain the same, like it's always positive. If somebody tells you your life will never remain the same, it could be negative. It could go downward or go upward. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right. So there are so many things we see around us that disappoint us. But we have to see beyond the physical. We must see into the invisible. It is carnality for believers to be comfortable, let alone being controlled by what they see. Now, if you are comfortable and you are controlled by money, it's carnality. If you are comfortable and comfort and consoled by house, it's carnality. If you are comfortable and controlled or controlled by family, it is carnality. All right? You must see beyond. You must, your security must not be in what you see. Do you get what I'm saying? My account balance, 200 million. And so what? The bank can collapse. And the next five years, you are doing kid costs in order to, to recoup your money. So there is no security anywhere except in the things of the spirit. Is that clear? Settle it now. As powerful as America is, God can wink at them and we wake up tomorrow. They are not the world power again. You know that? You know God can wink? You know God can wink? As powerful as the king was in the scripture, I said, don't worry. I will send you among the animals. By the time you learn your lesson, you come and share your testimony. The king wrote Daniel 4. He said, I, Nebuchadnezzar, I, <laughs> as God. So don't see to believe. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sin shouldn't be believing. It should be believing is what? Sin. Now, that is when you hear God. But there are certain sin that can be believing. That is sin, the invisible. Is that clear? So I said believe. Just listen to last message and then it will help you. I think I read about Jacob last, last Wednesday. 28, 10 to 17. And God was here. I knew it not. You remember? Genesis 28, 10 to 17. You don't know anything until you are told or shown. Jeremiah 33, 3. You don't know anything until you are told or shown. Even the education you have, you were told or Shown. Is that clear? That's very important. But it's now become more supernatural, more powerful when God tells you things. Now, I think where I stopped was your stability and advancement in life is grossly affected by your sight and your inner ear. And I sum up the two as perception. Your perception is fed by what you hear and by what you see. If somebody meets you and says, Oh, what do you think of Lagos? Lagos, very ethic. Too congested. Too busy. That's somebody. That's Mr. Hey. Mr. B, what do you see of Lagos? Oh, fantastic. Economic opportunities. Unlimited Opportunities. You know, th- that's somebody else talking. That's somebody, that's what the person sees. 
And then you ask Mr. C, what's in Lagos? Traffic. Traffic. Hey, I hate Lagos. They are not even asking you, do you, they are not even asking you, do you love Lagos or hate Lagos? They say, traffic. Ah, I hate Lagos. I can't wait to get out of Lagos. And then he can give an example. He said, my friend came the other time. He planned to spend two weeks. He spent two days. <laughs> we are still struggling with traffic. Only for us to realize some people were short. Only for us to realize that this. That, and they will be telling you negative upon negative. That's all they see. And somebody has said, Lagos, Lagos. I thank God I came to Lagos. Chai, I don't know how my life would have been if I didn't come to Lagos. Ha! Or more, there are opportunities in Lagos. Chai, I want to believe the reason why my dad didn't reach or my parents didn't reach the level they should reach in their life, even though they have the potentials like me to reach that level, is because they remained where they were. They didn't move to Lagos. That's another perception. Do you get that? But do you know the funny thing? Boats are seen, or all of them are seeing traffic. But not all of them are seeing traffic. Do you get what I'm saying? All of them are seeing traffic, but not all of them are seeing traffic. So that means you can see something as a problem, and then you can see something as an opportunity. Do you get what I'm saying? So there are people who wake up in the morning, when they encounter a problem like this, what they are thinking about is solution. Are you getting what I'm saying? When people are venting at times, you know what it means to vent. I just want to pour my heart so that I can be relieved. <laughs> when you are pouring your heart, take time, take it easy, all right? I don't do it. I don't do it. If I want to blast you, I blast you. Oga, what you did is wrong. Blah, blah, blah. This is what you should do. Do this. Do, do you understand? Not I'm just pouring my heart. I lost the way. This wala of Lagos is too much self. Now listen to me. As you are venting, if you are venting to somebody like me, or you are, I'm just overhearing you, I'm just wondering what well, everything you went through or you encountered, did you see any opportunity in it? Because it's just perspective. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's perspective. The owner of Fed Express, or what's the name of this other one? It's Fed Express and um, um, what's the name of this other one? That's Korea DHL. DHL. One of them, I'm not sure which one now, was expecting a parcel. And it took more than two weeks or something to deliver. Maybe by nine post, I think it's Nigeria that have nine post or something. They have nine post in some other countries too. But you know, it, it was, and he said, no. If I can just find a company that will deliver to time, he saw opportunity. Rather than venting, <laughs> see, <laughs> and then, you know, perspective. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, some people might be asking, could it be that there are people who were created to always thinking solution when they, and there are people who are created to always complicating problems when they see it, or venting, or, do you understand? Could it be? No. God created everybody, all right, to be able to solve one problem or the other. Even unbelievers, that's why you see some unbelievers solving problems. Have you seen some unbelievers solving problems? They taught you now when you were in school. And you knew what they taught you. In fact, in some cases, some unbelieving lecturers were better than believing lecturers. How many of you are witness to what I'm talking about? There are some lecturers who are believers who are sadists. 
All of you are going to fail my course. You cheat in my class. You are, you, you are expelled from this school to hell with your father. That's a believing. And then you see an unbelieving, he will teach you, say, you, will, you can pass my course. There's nothing wrong. You can pass it. See, what you just need is this, that, this, that, this, that. And then you fall in love with an unbelieving lecturer. And there is a believing lecturer that is complicating issues. So you must not complicate issues. You must have a different perspective. And that's why seeing can help you. Most of the things we are seeing like this, if I ask you now, all of you, write the summary of today. What did you see today? The summary of today. The first thing somebody else will talk about is what they heard in the news. Some people are still battling with whether it's our president or it's not our president that is there. Is that what all that he sees? Argument or argument? How does that affect your destiny? Praise God. So therefore, what you see affects your emotions, stability, and advancement. Let me use a small baby as an example. Now, how many of you have, you have, you know, um, like tried to frighten a small baby before? You just say, <laughs> and then you were afraid. All right. Now, probably you brought the head of a monster and you just show it. And they say, he, he. Then immediately they see the, the face of their parents. They come. They are calm. How many of you get what I'm saying? They are calm. So you can see that when they see something that is dangerous or to them, like threatening their existence or, no, or harass them, they are destabilized. But you know what I'm sharing with you is not just for babies. Ha. Let's say the aliens you have been watching in your movie. That when they drop one leg like this, bah, one leg is like this old building. This old C-story or five-story building. Let's say one leg just enter here now. <laughs> you, re- you forget you are born again. Praise God. There are three people here who can walk in the dark. And I'm not talking about ladies. Don't always be gender, whatever. I'm talking about men that cannot walk in the dark. Praise God. So what, when you see wrong things at, at first, or things that can threaten or frighten you, you are destabilized. Are you getting what I'm saying? But we don't know that those things happen to us like that. When you hear of $40 billion missing, you don't know that it destabilizes you because it's accumulating, it's affecting you. But it's just say, well, last, last, we'll go sell this country. You can just be talking, you can just be talking like that, but we are not going to sell this country. Praise God. For your information. Is that is what affects you and it affects your speech. Do you get that? It's because of what you saw. But somebody else is looking at it, okay, this money that is missing, how can we build a system that can curb corruption? Not just having an agency that is after people who are corrupt. How can we develop apps? How can we develop, do you understand? And then they sell it to federal government and the federal government just look at it, okay, can we operate it from back end? Because if they are still corrupt, they still want to, do you get <laughs> so that they can escape it. But the, the, the truth is this, one way or the other, when you have a true government and they put it in place, then you are blown. Praise God. 2021, you will blow properly. Amen. Positively. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. 
You know why others saw 40 billion missing? They are not thinking about solution on how to get it, retrieve it, or block it. But others saw 40 billion say, you see, last, last. I've been seeing it online. They say, last, last. Hmm? Recently, I heard me as a, me as a, me as a Nigerian. I don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. Look at your neighbor. Say, don't give up. Don't give up on me. Don't give up on Nigeria. You have to start saying well. Praise God. <laughs> ah! Let me tell you this. How a food look like affects and influence your appetite, your taste, your appreciation of the food or towards the food. Not just the aroma. Do you get that? You know, a food can smell nice, but then they present it. The, the smell turns to odor, straight. Because what you are saying is, do you get what I'm saying? Aha. I, I pray God begins to show you good things concerning life. Look at your neighbor, say, life is sweet. Chai! Man, feed, deliberately feed your physical high self with good things. Follow people where go show you things that are good. Where go they show you things that are good? Things that people, you know, there are people you follow, maybe on social media or something, that everything about them. Maybe they show their house, they show one project, they show, do you understand? You always see possibility. And you know these ones are real because it's their business. You know there are people that show things to harass you and put you and put you in trouble. They will go and snap one one business class. They will go and snap one first class. They will go and snap one private jet. You know, it's later I now realize. Someone say, ah, we have found them, oh, we have discovered them. There's a particular studio that was built like a private jet. What are people looking for? Must you harass people? Must you always show, don't look like it, have it, be it. Don't look like a multi-billionaire, be a multi-billionaire. On your way to being a multi-billionaire, you won't have time for all those things. You won't have time. People are just acting up and down, drama. Come on, say I'm rich. Say I'm blessed. I am the wealthy of the Lord. I know you are always used to saying I'm the righteousness of the Lord. Say I'm the wealthy of the Lord. Say I'm the rich of the Lord. Say I'm the blessed of the Lord. I'm the righteousness of the Lord. Lift up your two and say it. Say I'm the righteousness of the Lord. I'm the wealthy of the Lord. I'm the blessed of the Lord. I am full of joy. I have hope in this life. Glory to God. Come on, give him praise. So what you see affect what you think. Your countenance changes when good and bad happen. I talked about huge credit alike now coming to your to your some of you you just start dancing. And I say praise God, you say hallelujah. <laughs> what you do before when I say praise God is hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you see a credit alert, maybe let's say two hundred million and then because I know some of you guys mentioned 2 million, so what's that? But let's say 200 million, 300 million, and say, praise the Lord, say, hallelujah! Your emotion has been altered. So it means that what you see matters. You know, when I say what you see, you see the account balance. 
You know when you hear Toto, text message has entered. You have not seen anything that does not mean Toto cannot make you change. Until you see, you only heard that a message has come. But when you now see the message, do you get what I'm saying? That that deal you have been trying to pursue has been approved. So companies should present their account details so that they can give you mobilization. And the mobilization is like five billion. You that you have always been speaking English, singing English songs, and said, and your wife said, What's the challenge? The, the wife said, This one you are worshipping. <laughs> Like a kueme, yes. And just remember one. Because you know why? What you see affects, don't let us deceive ourselves. No matter how spiritual you are, even what you physically see, send a message to you. Our environment sent message to us. And that is why a believer must live to superimpose what you see in the environment with what the environment is not showing you. And that is what God only can show you. Your spirit must be higher. Your heart must see beyond what is in the environment. In fact, your soul or mind can be positioned or reason, position or to reason <coughs> on a default mode, having a sentiment perception as a result of what you have seen. What you see, especially often, is very important. That's why I've seen some motivational speakers say, go and buy the best of car, put it, and be waking up and be seeing it, and be waking up and be seeing it. He wants to give the greatest check next week of your life that you have ever that you understand you say me I'm giving to God 50 million next year you write a check and put it somewhere communion Christian center 50 million era your name is on the check you know you came with your name so you put it there like a, a dummy check and every day you are just waking up you say oh 50 million it reminds you and then you say in Jesus name I've received this seed you are looking at it it's going to expand your thinking and then it's going to attract opportunities. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you are even feeding your physical eyes with where you are going. Actually, before you start feeding your physical eyes with that kind of a thing, your heart has believed it. For your heart to have believed it, you have received a word. You have gotten a word. You have gotten faith. Faith coming by hearing. And that faith coming by hearing has painted a picture in your heart that you can give it. And so because of that, you now take a step further. And you now say, okay, in the physical, let me condition my environment. As, you know, let it look like where I'm going. Do you get what I'm saying? Not where I am. Let it look like where I'm going. I'm going to do this in 2021. So I write a check. And then every day, it reminds me of what I've seen in the spirit. Do you get that now? Okay. Possible things, not lawful to even alter with words. Do you remember? When it was like in third heaven, he said, I saw things that could not be pronounced. <laughs> he said, it's not allowed on the earth to pronounce those things. Enoch saw God often, and he never came back. Praise God. He saw God often to the point that he said, I beg. I did hear. 
<laughs> I know they go. I know they go there again. That place. Let me just. The Bible says he walked with God. He walked with God, and he was no, no more. Is that not what the Bible says? You know, Bible says Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven. We walk by faith and not by what? Not by sight. Why? Not by sight, right? So, which means your faith must see. Sight there means not by sensory perception, not by what you touch, not by what you smell, not by what you physically see, not by what you taste. We walk by what? Faith. So you walk with God. So meaning, walking with God meaning, well, you could have tasted some things, you could have physically seen some things, you could have smelled some things, you could have, do you understand? But those things were subjected to what God was showing him, was walking with God by faith. He only saw where God was taking him to, things God wanted to do through him, in him, and he got to the point that he was no more. You can't walk with God and remain blind. God will show you things. Is that clear? Walking with God opens your eyes. Elijah saw small hand. You remember when he was praying, he wanted to unlock heaven. As he saw the small hand like a signal like this, he said, tell Ahab to start going right now. I heard the sound of an abundance of what? Rain. Glory to God. Second Kings chapter six verse sixteen. I want to show you the text, the testimony of someone. Second Kings chapter six verse sixteen. Elisha. Second Kings chapter sixteen. I need to rush. So he answered, "Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them." Jesus Christ. You remember this story? They came to arrest the man of God. They came to arrest the man of God. Now. You know, I studied this place one day and the Holy Spirit revealed to me that the, the man of God actually knew they were coming. You know, it was the man of God that was revealing the secret in the king's chamber. The king of Assyria will plan. The man of God will call his own king that, look, they are planning against you. They want to even come from this side. Go and meet with them and deal with them. So the king of Assyria now sat down and planned with his guys again. That Who is revealing our secret from among us? They said, nobody here. But there is a prophet. So that king, in his own wisdom, he said, well, let's take the prophet out. Then the king of Israel will be stranded. Do you get that strategy? Very fantastic and nice strategy. But how to take the prophet out now is the problem. (laughs) Because the problem that prophet that he revealed the secret you are planning against his king. So you are now planning against him. You think his God will not have revealed to him. So they came for the prophet too. Prophet knew they were coming. He didn't bother. The night before he went to sleep, very early in the morning was his servant, PA, protocol officer. Your eyes must be seen. Oh, the protocol, the protocol. I know they see anything. See, <laughs> when they came, <laughs> now, when they came, he said, Alas, my master. What we even said is that we are dead. Check verse 14. Or something. I think he said negative, one negative. Therefore, he sent great army there and they came by night and surrounded the city. He saw, he knew they were, by that day, he knew they were coming in the night, that prophet. And when the servant of the man of God arose earlier and went out, there was an army surrounding the city and, alas, my master, okay, what shall we do? I thought there was a version that says we are dead or something. 
or he said utter one negative words. He said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he was afraid. Next verse. Look at what happened. He says, verse 16, verse 16. So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody say, I fear not. Say, God with me. Say, God is with me. Bible says how Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with Holy Ghost and power. He moved about, doing good, healing all those who were oppressed, setting them free. For God was with him. Somebody say, God is with me. Say, I'm entering this year with God. I'm entering, the, I'm entering into next year, into 2021, with God. He said, I'm walking with God. I see as he sees. I hear his word. My heart is full of joy. Glory to God. Now, so you see that. So he answered, do not fear. Do not fear. So it means that what you see can make you afraid. You see that? You have like three, four, five bills to pay. <laughs> Your heart starts beating. The landlord is coming. You went through the backyard. You know, there are believers that never believe they can lie until something serious happened. They said, tell, tell him I'm not around we will be able to appeal to God <laughs> after he has gone. God, you know we are sorry. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Look at that perception. That's what made the man of God sleep. He slept like a baby. They came the night before. Let me tell you how this applies to your business and to your career. No matter the economic recession, you will rest like a baby. Are you getting what I'm saying? They might even be sacking others. You know, even you say that last, last, like we have been saying, last, last, even if you are sacked, God, your provider, is intact. Because your job, my job is not my security. My security is in God. Glory to God. Even if you are sacked. And in some cases, you might not even be sacked. And even in some cases, when you are sacked, God used that as an opportunity to move you forward. But that doesn't mean that the three months, four months, five months in between might not be hard. But you must continue to see what God is saying and hear what God is and hold on to him. Because God deliberately takes people through things. Look at how he took Eastern light before. He could have taken them two, three days journey and they are there. But he took them deliberately, he said, so that I can build you, mature you, train you. You'll be so formidable. Do you know up to now, everybody is afraid of Israel. Up to now, even in their flesh, people are still afraid of them. You respect Jews. They take over industries, they take over markets, take over economy. Forget, my brother and sisters. The next verse 16. Look at what is says, verse 16. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw. So young men can see. You remember when the Holy Spirit said he will come? Bible says he will pour his spirit up and young men will see vision. So he sees. And the Bible says, so, And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. All around Elisha. All around who? If you see, they are around you. Do you know the funniest thing? They've always been there. Even before those people came. That's why the Bible says that the angels of the Lord encamp around those who fear him. Sometimes we just see some scriptures and you don't really believe and see the reality of the scripture around you. I have driven all kinds of cars. I have been on different kinds of speed. 
I will just escape. Praise God. Because I know the angel of the Lord. I encamp around those who fame at different hour. There was a time my car broke down. Jap was supposed to be an SUV. Jeep. I call it Jap. For record. There are people who know the Jap. Thank God my wife and my children, they don't know the Jap. Glory to God. So I was driving, I left Lagos in the night, around 9, 11, and 9, 10. Everybody was afraid of me because when it's coming, it sounds like power bike. Praise God. Boom! And I said, boom! That's one liter of fire. Praise God. And I was coming! I was coming! And in between Lagos and Ibadan, inside one bush, the only thing I can use to recognize that place is that there is a, pet, a police station that is not too far. So the car broke down. I was going to Ife. Then I spoke with, I saw some houses with a truck that was that broke down too. They, were trying. they said they are going to Ife. So I now thought about it. Ah, can you go drag my car? They said, they will just, they will just destroy my car. <laughs> a long glory. So I was there around 11 p.m. I just knew that God will sort me out. All of a sudden, I just saw a vehicle. Brrr, one micra. The vehicle just stopped behind my vehicle. Exactly. And four men came out of it. So they came, they were checking their vehicle. So they find out that something has gone wrong with their vehicle. And it cannot be repaired. You know the funniest thing? The four men, two of them also were mechanic. Two were drivers. They went to do one party in Lagos. So I now told them, I said, check my own vehicle, I can drag your vehicle. So as they came to check my vehicle, they said, no, it's not hard. This one, this one, this one, this one. My vehicle just started. That's how I connected their vehicle. I started dragging their vehicle too. <laughs> so I go to about around past 12. God will always sort his own house. You can never be, but it depends on what you see at that moment. Most of us, what we see is, ah, make I find a solution. Is there any hotel in this bush where I can sleep? That's all that some people ever see. And as I was driving to Ibadan, I remember I have a friend. I just called, I said, ah, you used to be in Ibadan as a policeman. He has now become like a guy. I said, come. They gave maximum security. I was, I slept overnight. That day was Saturday. I was to preach in Ife at the Mimbo. Resumption program. Long time ago. Hell in the morning, I entered my job. <laughs> I drove up. I entered the fair with speed. Don't forget, mechanic has attended to my vehicle, so it's now. I, I came to spot. I see if nothing ever happened. I have found myself in situations like that that God came up for me. Thousands of people were waiting for vehicle. What I saw. I, I was struggling. All of a sudden, they just don't know me. I said, ah, no, now, God, I must be sorted out here. And the vehicle stopped. I said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Ibadan. I said, come in. And he said, okay. Um, ask anybody. And I started doing like, he told me to ask anybody to come in. I, was, I started doing like the owner. So people, when it, I came in, some people came in and entered because they, they pick up like a pickup vehicle. I said, well, I sat in front. He said, look at this back. Go to the back and choose whoever you like to come and sit at the back. That's how God in a situation can distinguish you and sort you out. So it depends on what you see in that situation. So he just came on me and God sought me out. It wasn't up to five minutes. 
and the situation changed. And your situations will change. Praise God. Are you still here? Go back to that Elisha story. So when, now, say Elisha and the eyes were open and he saw chariots and blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, all I could see in this place is that that guy's fear disappeared. That guy's emotional instability disappeared. Everything disappeared. I was like thinking, I, you know, I thought the guy would just be like, ha, 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 ha. I warn you people. Before you mess up, you had better go. Look at the next verse. And the Bible says, so when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, strike these people, I pray with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. Not that they were not physically seen, but their mind couldn't process what they were seeing. Look at the next verse. And the Bible says, now Elisha said to them, this is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me. I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. Let's stop there. When you go to the king, the king said, My father, my father. If you can see, you are a father. <laughs> my father, my father. The king couldn't see fly. My father, let's kill them. He said, No. We that we see, we don't hurt, you know, with impulse like this. Don't kill your enemy. Hmm? Send them a message. He sent them back. When those people got back, they said, ah, <laughs> king, that's king of Syria, I beg. Those people, they are in another class. Now, listen to this. When we are required to believe or exercise our faith against what we physically see, when we are required to believe or exercise our faith against what we physically see or abandon our physical sense of sight, it's like dying carnally. It drives us to the edge of our understanding. For example, how will you feel like if you are on Tom Milan Bridge and I look at you and say, believe God and believe your prophet. Jump into the lagoon. When you jump into the lagoon, nothing will happen. You will be running. You will be effective. So that's what happened to Peter. That particular exercise is like you are required to abandon what you physically see. That's faith. Do you understand? Jesus told Peter, he says, come up. Come. And Peter stepped out. And then he was walking on what? On water. It's like you flying. You are flying now. You are in the plane. And then, you just told them you don't need parachute, you don't need anything, you just want to jump out. And be flying by yourself in the air. You know that's against the natural, right? That's what it means to walk by faith. It's crazy. There are certain decisions you will take that it does not go down well with the natural way the things are going. So it makes that you are seeing differently. When you demand evidence that you can physically see, when you demand, listen to this, when you demand evidence that you can physically see, you are not in faith. You remember Thomas? He said, if I don't see him like this, put my hand, my finger in his, you understand, palm and all that, 
I will not believe. You know Jesus Christ showed? If you check John 20 from 23 to 24, you will see it there. He said, Jesus Christ showed up and said, Blessed are the ones that do not see, and yet they what? They believe. Praise God. So when you require or demand evidence that you can physically see, you are not in faith. It means that you have not spiritually seen. That's why Paul prays that the eyes of their understanding might be enlightened. In fact, you are disqualified. You have disqualified yourself from experiencing or demonstrating the mighty act of God. Because when you demand for physical evidence, you have disqualified yourself from experiencing the mighty. Now, you can never truly, listen to this, you can never truly find and flow with God except outside visible things. You can never truly find and flow with God except outside visible things. Very important. The things you can, ah, look at this. The things you can physically see can become your enemies of progress, especially when they prevent you from seeing the things you cannot physically see. Did you get that? The things you are physically seeing can become your enemies of progress, especially when they prevent you from seeing not the invisible. Is that clear? So, God said the natural things reveals how great, how awesome, how supernatural our God is. You know that's in the scripture. That even from the way the natural things were arranged, you can glorify God, that you know that you know there is a supreme being behind this. So, but then the moment that those things now begins to act in such a way that to you, they don't glorify God. You know, science for some people is like that. Technology for some people is like that. Ah, after all, we are doing this by our brain. We get it now. So they just say, no, 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 no. There's nothing like that. We solve the problem ourselves. Just use your brain and that's all. And that is what we must not gravitate into. All right? So when things you are physically seeing, whether problems or development are now beginning to hinder you from seeing the invisible, they have become your number one enemies. Or they have become your enemies. Is that clear? Hmm. Praise God. Hebrew 11, 7, 8, 10. Whenever what you can physically see does not match your hearty promised expectation. Now, think about this. You receive revelation from God. You believe in the promises of God. You know this is what God has told you. But what is happening in your life is not actually reflecting what you know. Do you understand? What you have to have been told by God. What you have been shown by God. What you have, whenever that is happening, whenever what you can physically see around you or in your life does not match your hearty promised expectation, you have reached a point to fully be given to God's spirit by exercising your faith in him. At that time, you don't give up. You just yield yourself completely to God to exercise your faith in him. By faith, Noah being divinely one, of things not yet seen. Can you see that? Of things not yet seen, he was one of it. Moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. If you check this story and dig deeper, rain had never fallen. There was no, there was no record or precedence or point of reference that there could be flawed. And God told him. And he went about doing all those things. 
There are things that may want to happen by 2021 ending that God could have started telling you about it now that you should be trying to do things or you should start doing things that will salvage or that will help at that time. Verse 8. And the Bible says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he will receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Can you see these people with faith? Have you ever gone out without having an address? It's faith. I remember when I was going to leave a particular house and then I've told people to get house for me they couldn't get. And one of the people that got house for me, that was trying to get house for me, is my dry cleaner. So he drove to come and drop me, to come and drop my clothes for me. And so he saw my things parked. He said, Pastor, have you not found the house? I said, no. Uh, and you have parked? I said, yes. I said, I know my house is somewhere very close. That I'm going to find a house. I said, I am, I said, what I'm doing is, I, I'm just acting in faith, not knowing where I'm going yet, but I know I'm going. Praise God. And I know there's a place. Go to the next verse. For he waited for the city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Go to verse 10. For he waited, yes. Verse 10. Now go to verse. Hebrew, I think that should be verse 23. So let's read verse 23 together if you can see it. One, two, three, go. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his friends because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. Yes, Nesbas. And the Bible says, by faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So Moses' mother or parents acted in faith. The real biological parent. So by faith too, he refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter. Yes, let's read verse 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing of pleasure of sins. Yes? And then esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of in Egypt. For he looked, he looked to the what? He looked to the reward. So something was shown to him. Next verse. By faith he forsook, let's read together, one, two, three, go. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. You cannot stand before Pharaoh if you have not seen him who is invisible. There are Pharaohs on the earth, in business, in career, in politics. Are you getting what I'm saying? Pharaoh is an order, it's a mechanism, it's an order. A powered order, political, it could be a political order, a demonic order, a territorial principality on the earth. There are people who cannot challenge in that industry until you have seen the invisible. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't appear before Pharaoh if you have not seen God. If you have not seen the invisible, don't appear. All right? If you have not seen the invisible, don't forsook Egypt, probably where you were working, where you are working. I say, I'm resigning. I'm resigning. Please. <laughs> if you are still here, can you say amen? amen. 
So it is by faith, by faith, by faith. You have seen me reading it. By faith, by faith, not by sight, by sight, by sight. Hebrew 11 is not by sight, by sight. It's by what? By faith. So Moses forsook the so-called earthly royalty for supernatural freedom and divine royalty. He did not physically see. All right? He did not physically, he did not consent to what he physically see because of entire nation's emancipation and because prophecy must be fulfilled. And this is why Bible says Abraham hope against hope. There is hope that is natural, there is hope that is supernatural. Stagger not in faith, giving thanks to the Lord. So Moses chose the imperishable, saw the invisible, and eventually do, did the impossible. So believing as a result of saying the invisible commands the realities of the invisible. Believing, now hear this, believing as a result of seeing the invisible commands the realities of the visible. Let me tell you how to see the invisible. I mean, it's part of the things we have been saying, prayer and fasting. You have to fellowship with the light. Bible says, in, the, in thy light we see light. Right? And they look unto him. They became radiant and their faces were not ashamed. Let me tell you something. Let's just be deliberate. If you are confused about something, you can go to God and say, show me the secret of this thing. Show me. If you say, I will answer and I will show you. Show me how to get out of this. Show me how to get into this business. Show me how to go. Show me. And he will show you. So fellowship with the light. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 16. The last one is prayer. A vigorous one with fasting. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 19. I know you can declare, you can confess. It's also part of it. Prayer is very important. Too. Look at it. Say, who alone is the mortality? Dwelling in unapproachable life, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. But the scripture says, in that light we see what? We see light. So there is no darkness in him. First John chapter 1 says, there is no darkness in him. In thy light we see light. So you fellowship intimately with the Holy Spirit. You fellowship intimately with the Holy Spirit. Hebrew 12, 1 to 2. You know, in Ephesians 1, 5, 15 to 19, say, I pray upon hearing of your love and blah, 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 that, this, that you be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the Lord, that the eyes of the understanding be enlightened. So prayer is very important. Prayer can do it. So Hebrew 12, 1 to 2, I'll close with this. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by the so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Sometimes we don't take note of the word endurance. Endurance. There are things that we want to attach to you. Sin. Sin can be sweet. You just lie. Pew. We did three shots. Pa, pa, pa. You came out of your mouth. And as you escape the issue like this, you say, hey, hey, if I tell the truth, I'm in trouble. <laughs> it looks so sweet. Hmm? Fornication, adultery, all things can be very sweet. But he said, lay them aside, then run. So that means in order to see what God wants to show you, that things you will deny yourself of. 
And then he said, with endurance, the race that he said before us. So get into God's business. That's your business, your career, your ministry. It's God's own. Next one. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Now, things can happen, and I want to shake your faith. Hmm? Your heart must be towards God. Who for the joy that was set before him? Even Jesus was seeing things. Joy that was set before him. Endured the cross, despising the shame. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So that is how to see things. Please, let's be deliberate. Don't enter into 2021 without seeing. Are you getting what I'm saying? What's January like? What's May like? What do you like? Look at it. As a, as a pastor, I'm already looking at because there must be caption for every month that we'll focus on. So God wants us to be an all-rounded believer in his knowledge, establishing the knowledge of the truth and growing in grace. So he doesn't want to teach you wealth and then you are suffering maritally. So it's revealing to me what each month should focus on. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you know, I have to deliberately yield myself and see. And this is an opportunity as we are praying and fasting. Let's also pray. Don't depend. Don't just come for 1 p.m. and 11 p.m. alone. Also pray that God should show you secret of 2021. Secret of making it in this business. Making it in Africa without relocating. Everybody is relocating. Must you be doing everything that everybody is doing? If people relocate, just like Abraham, Isaac is there. He didn't go anywhere. God says, stay where you are. All right? Stay where you are. And enter into ownership. Build things. And that's what Isaac did. The Bible says he became so strong and became so stronger than Philistines. And they envied him. Praise the Lord. Lift up your right hand. Say, I see. Declare. Say, I see. Say, by the power of the Holy Spirit. I see beyond the physical. I have a right perspective. Say, I have a right perception. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awukisayo. Brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.